Starts the drive, step back in the air. Oh, oh he step back and oh kiss myself. Big time plays, big, wow. big time plays. Yeah, man. Welcome back to episode 139 of the Podcast and Chill Show. I'm your coolest for today and next week at Dog Deified God on Instagram. Spelled the same backwards and forwards, just in case you get confused. Follow me there and the podcast page as well at Pod and Chill Show on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you. Well, um, I was told that uh, I talk too loud on a Pod and Chill Show, so. I'm gonna turn my voice up. Listen, this is Vanessa Veli, man, one third host of the podcast and chill show, the podcast and chill show, the only pod where you can chill and watch a show. Mm. Listen, man, my name is Vanessa Veli again. For those who don't know, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, slander us, tell your mom why you hate us, tell her that we're, you know, we don't like people. It's fine. I don't care what you do. Just like it, listen, share it, hate it, do what you got to do. We're here, man, all day, every day. Promotions coming soon. It's the podcast and chill show, episode one thirty nine. I'm your. uh other co-hosts, Duff No Bear. You can follow me on Instagram at Duff No Bear, on Twitter at Not Duff No Bear. If you listen to this while you're commuting and you're raging, please drive safely. If you listen to this with your loved one and you're mad, please don't uh, resort to domestic violence. We don't like that. We don't support domestic violence on this show. Um, yeah. If you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a five-star rating and review. Make sure you subscribe. If you want to be a part of the newsletter, send us your email via Instagram at Pod and Chill Show. Make sure you follow us on there and all social media platforms where you can find us. Type right into Google, Pod and Chill Show. We're going to pop right up. Episode 139. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's start with with uh, domestic violence. Damn. Y'all, y'all, like, agree with it? No, I'm not a fan. Are you serious right now? Who's that? That's what my laptop, it? Siri. Oh, yeah, turn that off. Mute yeah. your uh, laptop, whatever. Yeah, my laptop has Siri. Uh, but I hear um, sometimes you hear couples arguing on your block if you live in the hood and stuff like that. People don't really call the cops until like someone actually gets seriously hurt. So, do you think as people's like, should they step in between couples before things escalate, or just let them settle it, settle it, settle it out themselves? Because you never know. Is it like your? That's a tricky. That's a tricky. Is it your? You know, yeah. Is it your like your battle to fight? Or yeah, I guess it's, I don't it's know. really not your battle to fight. You gotta let that person make that decision on their own, even though they're being manipulated, and you don't. And they, you see what they can't see because mm-hmm. you know some people are blinded by love. So I don't really know. They tell you never step into that type of stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want to be the opposer. You become the opposer because they usually always get back together one way or another. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so it's a tricky situation when it comes to domestic violence. People just mind their business. Just yeah, that's all you can do. Even though the results may end badly, because they usually do, some people seem to escape it. But yeah, you just have to mind your business and uh, wait the storm. Yeah, shitty. People get you know taken advantage of like that and abused verbally and mentally. And usually nine times out of ten, the cops don't even come. They yeah. come very late, very late. There's some people that like. Called the cops multiple times and they're like, all right, I'm gonna start to stop showing up to this for some reason. I don't know. But I guess it's not like dire to them. Damn, we got dark real quick. Real quick. We're not even five minutes into the episode. We're talking about don't punching matter. on each other. Grown adults here. Grown adults here. We can talk about whatever. Very Just don't grown. put your hands on men. Don't put your hands on women. You keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. All right, well let's let's throw another monkey wrench. This we getting dark. Let's go. Uh, what do you think about the Holocaust? Oh my God! What? 
We on camera right now as well. So if you watching this on YouTube, I got my back turned. But yeah, the Holocaust was terrible. <laughs> uh, what, what you? Uh, what you, What's the monkey wrench were you about to say? I was. I mean, it. It, it wasn't. Before be we started bad. recording, he was like, "Yo," it's like, "No." It wasn't. It wasn't that bad. I was. I was gonna say like, <laughs> "Why? Why?" Like it wasn't that bad. No, it, not not compared to that. Like you just dropped a bomb on, uh, dropped an atomic bomb. Like, wait, what? What wasn't that bad? The Holocaust or? Oh, <laughs> I'm just talking. To <laughs> Yo, who is this, this guy? You uh, work for CNN today? Trying to get you. Uh, <laughs> trying to get me out of here. Just trying no. to try and get your statements correct. That's no, all, that's all. he's trying to get you in line. He's no, trying to, get trying to get me lined by Obama. But anyway, uh, no. What I was saying was. My statement wasn't going to be that bad compared to you saying about the Holocaust. So I didn't say nothing about the Holocaust. My statement was, do you feel like it's okay? Obviously, we know that men can't hit women. But, you know, some some women sometimes, it's, it's, let's be honest here, like, the law protects, you know, that and it's as it should be. But, you know, in some cases, like, we see coming up that police officers don't always believe when men say they are being physically abused by their girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that happens. Yeah, it does. But it's more so laughed upon by the general public. Yeah, it is. So, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, it's just a, a double standard that we have to deal with in our society, because men are like biologically stronger than women. Correct. They think like, yeah, she doesn't. She's not going to hit you that hard. So you know, you shouldn't take it as far as you can call the cops because you, you can easily beat her. You can re- beat, restrain her, beat her, things yeah. like that. Um, but there are some people out there that do get assaulted with weapons as well. Mm-hmm. Like Johnny Depp, his old girlfriend, I forgot her name, don't know her name. Like he had he had pictures of his body, like the wounds and scars on his body from cuts and stuff like that, bruises. So it, it, it's possible to happen, but it's just a double standard that we have to deal with. Um, everybody has double standards, males, females. But um, if, if a female does hit you, Best thing you do restrain or just walk away. Don't you don't have to hit her back. Hmm. That's a great segue but to this topic. If you're a woman though, every man isn't the same. You can expect to not get hit back because not every man is the same. So yeah. I'm gonna throw some statistics out before we segue. So according to uh, NAC the NACDV.org, on average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by intimate partner in the United States during one year. This equates to more than 10 million women and men. One in four women and one in nine men experience severe intimate partner physical violence. Intimate partner contracts sexual violence and or intimate partner stalking with impacts such as injury, fearfulness, post-traumatic stress disorder, use of victim services, contraction of sexually transmitted diseases, ETC. 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 That's a lot. That's crazy. One in three women and one in four men have experienced some form of physical violence by an intimate partner. Like it goes on and on. There's there's bunches of uh of uh statistics that show how prevalent uh domestic violence is in this country. It's it's crazy. Just America alone. Just this is just in America. So the ten million people per year get assaulted by their partner. In the United States of America. Yeah, in some way, way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why Americans are so angry. Like, you see angry drivers in America, just angry people on the internet in general, like, um, going back and forth, like, with political, political um, ideas and opinions. I don't know why we're, like, you know, not as chill as other countries. Maybe uh, it, maybe it's alcohol intake, maybe it's drugs. Yeah. That's, why, that's the only reason, because we got free speech and we got amendments. 
that equates to anger. That's that's just. Uh, it doesn't necessarily well, equate to anger. It has everybody. You know, if you have somebody uh, uh, opinion different from somebody else, it's always going to clash. So that's what it basically mm-hmm. is. Everybody has different opinions here. So anger is probably bound to happen, and people are not really understanding. So wow, this is uh this is re- this is really uh this is really shocking. Well, it's not really shocking. It's it's a crazy statistic. In on terms, at least forty six percent of females and forty four point nine, so around forty five percent, give or take, the margin of error of men are victims of rape in the United States by an acquaintance. It doesn't say did, who rapes them, like a male or female? No. No. Um, so it just says an in, intimate partner. So an intimate partner? Yeah, so 44%. That's a high alarming rate. It is. Uh, yeah, it is high. And this is a dot work. And so I'm, I'm sure it doesn't they don't go to the police about it. No, they said it's a one in every 71 men and one in every five women. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they don't go to the police body because one, it's um, it's going to be embarrassing for the man to say, "Oh, I got raped by a woman." Well, people people expect you to um, you know, to yeah, they expect you to accept the uh the woman's sexual advances on you. So since we're talking, since we're talking about double standards, what do you think there any uh, there's any other male double standards out there? Double standards? Yeah, I'm sure they are. Um, let's see stuff that like. That's good. All right, let me think. What do you think? I mean, it's a lot of double. For women, it's like... Um, oh, it's multiple. Yeah. Um, what you got? I know there's like gender rules. There's a lot of gender rules out there. Like men aren't supposed to clean the house. They aren't, they aren't supposed to cook and clean. As I said, they're not, not, they're not supposed to do those type of things. Double standards, I would have to think a little bit more, but... I'm sure there's some out there. It probably is. You think you know any Duff off the top of your head? No. It, it's a lot of them, though. It is. Like, I'll probably have to go on Twitter.com. I'll Google some, yeah. Birdapp.com. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't. It's a lot of double standards. And just like Kelly said, gender roles play a part. But that's that's a, that's different. I look some up. These, some things are ingrained and, in, like, cultural. I don't like these, but. These are some that somebody came up with on the thoughtcatalog.com. It's just a they're they're weird. It says uh men are always the dumb ones on TV. I mean, yes, it's kind of true. Is that a double standard? It's just like a stereotype. Yes, yeah, stereotype. There's a stereotype for the male husband. You see it even in cartoons is there's a stereotype for it. He's an idiot. Yeah. yeah Homer Simpson, um Peter Griffin, we talking about Randy Marsh, I think his name. Yeah. Um, Man, that's, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they're they're always goofy. Yeah, they're dumb. They're like the dumbest. Peter Griffin. They have a whole compilation of the world, the most dumbest cartoon fathers. And it's not even like, it's just like absolutely like zero IQ type. Yeah. Type. The only smart ma- cartoon father is Hank Hill. Hank Hill. That's it. Not even Rick and Morty's. He dad. doesn't go over. He doesn't go over the top, like uh Peter and them. No. Damn. I mean, that's because that's a different type of cartoon though. Mm-hmm. It is. It's 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 a it's a yeah. It's a different type of tune. It's a different type of cartoon. Well, yeah, that's crazy. I never thought about that until you just brought that up. They present every cartoon father figure as an idiot. Yeah, cartoon every, even and, yeah even sitcoms. And the mother is always the reasonable one. Mm-hmm. And everyone. And it's always like a hot wife as well. Yeah. Like you look at King of Queens. It's the same thing. Like 
uh, Kevin James and whatever Leah Remini. Yeah, Leah Remini. Yeah. Um, she was the hot wife, and he was like more goofy. He wasn't like Peter Griffin type, but you know he's goofy. He was like the fuck up. That was the stereotype, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I never thought about that. Um, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. How he was kind of goofy and like. Yeah, he wasn't as kids. You know, yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Hmm. That's wild. Like even this one, there's another one that says women don't get blamed for dumping a man. When a man dumps a woman, he's afraid of commitment. Would that be considered a double standard? Would it? Afraid of commitment? Yeah. I never heard of like that. Like if a woman dump if a woman dumps a man, basically what this is saying is that, oh, she's moving on. You know, she she realized there's better out there, but if a man dumps a woman, oh, he's afraid of commitment. He's a little boy. He's not ready for something serious. Uh that's give or take. Give or take? Give or take because uh, there's a lot of reasons. It could be commitment issues. All go be men. We uh, we move on differently. The number one, walking around shirtless. Mm. That was a good one. Just thought about it. Mm. That was a good one. That's because the um everybody sexualizes a woman's body. Do you think? I don't know. I don't think we'll ever live in a society where fucking women just walking around shirtless. Because just think about it. That's that's dangerous. It is a lot of that's going to get people horny. Horny equals I want to have sex with this woman, and what is unconsensual sex? That's rape. So you know it's just going to increase. So I don't think that'll ever come to a point. But there are some people that be like, yeah, it's free to nipple. Why can't I walk around without without a bra and shirt? Hmm. It's just going to be very very dangerous. Yeah, some of these are really far fetched. I don't even want to talk about these. Some of these. Um. Damn. You see, I, I want a good one. I want a real good one. Yeah, I'm looking at one no, right now. It's um. It's um hitting on a person in in the work in the work workspace. Hmm. There's some there. Here's a. Nah, I don't like that one. That that's that's just not okay. Well, here, here's one that's kind of funny, but it, it makes sense. It says males who take selfies are much more likely to be accused of narcissism than women. Hmm. Being a narcissist, yeah, because you're taking I mean, a selfie. There's a limit to how many selfies you take every day and post them. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't want to take a selfie. I don't have time to. Take a yeah, if you're just like every day, like yo, I'm gonna post a selfie, boom, boom, boom. That's kind of gross. I don't know if I accuse it of narcissism, maybe something else. Um, I don't know, man. Anyway, okay, I'm segway now. This segway. This is a segue since we're on the topic of domestic violence still. Sort of. In the house oh, great segue. I already know. Yeah, so uh, it's a it's a documentary that went out on Netflix recently. It's number one on Netflix right now called The American Murder, The Neighbor Next Door. And it's a, it's a crazy documentary. It's about uh, the Watts family. So basically, it's a couple that met from Facebook. They got married and they moved to Colorado. They were together for around eight years and they had two children and they were expecting a son. Now, they uh, now his wife, I don't want to be disrespectful. Let me look up her name. Shannon, Shannon Watts. They, uh, she went out on a business trip one week, and then she came home, and then she went out on another trip the next. But that was vacation with her kids. Chris Watts wasn't a fan of that because he felt like they were disconnected because they were away from her a long time. Uh, so I, I could summarize it right now. 
Since Shiz doesn't watch Netflix documentaries. I don't watch TV. No, it was, it's a documentary. It's really good. It, like, oh, it's a documentary. Oh, yeah, it is a documentary. If you're a psychologist, then you can do it. You can deboggle the entire whole, like it's a very weird situation. So the cops got involved. She went missing. Uh, soon as she came home from uh, her vacation, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she went missing around two a.m. She came home. Nobody knows where she went. Her friend grew suspicion already. I don't know how, but that's what real friends do. Mm. She kept calling her. She didn't answer. The next morning, her friend came over because Shannon was supposed to go to the hospital or the doctors get checked up for something. She wasn't feeling well. Shannon's car was still in the driveway. Nobody was answering the door. She wasn't answering her phone, and the kids weren't there. So the police got involved because the friend and her husband came to go check up on Shannon. Nobody was there. Uh, the husband surely came home. He was rushing home from work, allegedly. That's where he was rushing home from. And he was growing worrisome. Uh, the whole neighborhood was growing worrisome. Then they opened the case of a missing person. And it's crazy because typically a missing person is like, uh, you got to report, what, like 72 hours after and then they're missing because they're missing or 48. But they got right on the case right there since the kids were involved. Mm-hmm. Um, the police were there. They got a detective involved. They was asking the neighbors, was there any suspicion? They did all the camera work for all the neighbors that had cameras around. And they couldn't find anything. All they did was find Chris's uh, dump truck. And they found him loading a truck that night of her disappearance. So after that, <laughs> they were looking at, they was looking for suspects. They were going through her phone. They couldn't find anybody. They were tracking her Facebook. They showed her whole Facebook catalog. She was a narcissist. She had, uh, rest in peace, we don't talk down on the dead, but uh, a lot of people didn't like the way she raised her children, but she was a nice person, you know, she motivated people, that's what I, from what I've seen on, I don't know how she really was, because we're not in Colorado, so. Colorado was a different place. Different place, mountains, I heard it was beautiful, gotta visit there, but um. So, yeah, the cops got involved. They did the investigation. They kept asking Chris about some questions. Chris was looking worrisome. And it was weird because Chris had no emotion at all throughout the entire time they were being investigated. And the neighbor said, this was day one of her disappearance. The neighbor said, Chris is acting weird. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. She said, Chris is whacking weird the entire time. He never acts as fidgety. He's usually a normal, quiet guy, and everybody knows that. But, you know, the police uh, downed him because he's like, listen, if you was in that predicament, you'd probably be fidgety and acting all weird yourself. As anybody else would that's missing the whole family. But Chris wasn't, like, sentimental. He wasn't crying or nothing that his wife was missing. He probably was just nervous because, oh, my God, they're going to find out something. And they did. Okay. That was a great segue. So they found out. I pay attention. Yep. So they found out (laughs) that... She never went missing. She didn't go anywhere that night because the car was still in the driveway and never left. So what happened was Chris found another girl while she was on vacation. Cause I talked about the vacation previously. He And this is fast. And they were sleeping together. They started a whole new life during while she was on vacation. Remember, he has a whole kid and family. That's without him right now. So what he did was kill his wife. And he uh, smothered his two children. Mm. And what was seen of him packing up the truck was this family, his dead family. And he had his two daughters in the oil tank because he worked on the oil rig. He had his two daughters in the oil, oil rig. He uh, smothered them, and he buried his wife. So throughout the whole film, you see the man without any expression 
no sentiment, just blank face, just looking. And the way they structured it, it sounded like a normal story of a murder, like a Chris Benoit, but the difference is that this man had no, this is all documented on a police body cam. So he has no emotion throughout the whole film. He's not crying or anything. And that's why I was like, yo, because he could have just left. That's all he had to do because they were getting a divorce anyway. So what led him to murder his family, which was crazy when they hmm. said he could have just left. And they said they had lived a very heavy life. There wasn't no domestic violence. They said one day he just felt like he was going to snap. And that was that. That was the day. Or she came home at 2 a.m. Hmm. But the conspiracy is that he killed his kids prior before she came home. But nobody really knows the truth. Mm-hmm. But he said he strangled them, put a blanket over their head, and threw them in oil. His own kids, his whole family. That is ridiculous. So now he got triple life. Wow. So that was mur- that was the American murder. Um. So that was a that very was. crazy documentary. Um. Very so crazy. there was no motive. He never like confessed no any motive. motive. The motive, uh, the alleged motive is he wanted to start a new life. With the new girl that he met, that doesn't she was nice, but that's not a good enough motive. It's not at all. I mean, could have got a divorce, literally. That's what they. That's what everybody was saying. You could have left. That was a bullshit thing. He probably just made it up. Yeah, they say most um most murders that has to deal with like a significant other is premeditated. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. So he probably already had the mind to kill his whole family because he didn't have no emotion throughout the whole film, and you see his blank expression. Yeah, he looks worried for him getting caught for murder rather than him. Being worrisome for his family, sorrow, yeah, sorrow for. Oh, I don't want to be uh, blamed for this. I don't want to be blamed for this. It's crazy because the neighbor in the first ten minutes of the movie said, "Yo, he's acting different. Keep your eye on him." That's what the neighbor said. They said, "Yo, he never backs his truck up in the garage. He never loads his truck up." This was the first. Them neighbors newsy as hell. Yeah, Yeah, they was watching him. They was watching him. They knew what was happening. Damn. So he got no remorse, no regret for killing his kids. Nope. Or his wife. No motive. And they met on Facebook. I repeated myself. Met on Facebook. Met on How many Facebook. years? You know, well, they were together for eight years after that. Yeah, they had three, three and four year old children. They had two, two kids, and four they had one on the way. So that he is killed a sick thing. four, basically. So essentially, we can blame we could blame this murder on social media. No. Yes, because if it was for Facebook, this would never happen. That's true. If I mean, you look that's at it root. that way, yeah, but true. It was. I don't know what we don't know what the reasoning was. No, we don't. But they were together for eight plus years, so Facebook is a non-factor now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we probably won't ever have a, a legal motive. Did he kill himself, or he or he's, he's facing in jail. he's in jail right now. Right now. It happened twenty nineteen. Oh, so this no, is it real. Happened twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. He got, got convicted. Yeah. Twenty nineteen. So this is real. Yeah. Wow. The real whole story? thing is documented on a police body cam. Yeah. Because like with at least with like Chris Benoit. You can point to wrestling deteriorating, yeah, deteriorating his yeah. brain. Steroids, he probably was on steroids. But he this, definitely was on steroids. Steroids, painkillers, and then he said he, the man was like forty five, late for or early forties. And he said wild. he had a brain of like a ninety year old. Mm-hmm. Like that's not okay. Yeah. That you can point to the cause. You need help. You need yeah, help. Got help. Yeah. Most yeah, most wrestlers are like that. He died in what two thousand? He died in two thousand. If, if if Eddie Guerrero died in two thousand five, Chris Benoit died in two thousand six. He died right after right after Eddie Guerrero died. Shortly after, yeah. Shortly after, yeah. And it was crazy because there's this eerie scene that didn't even like show him. It was at WrestleMania when both of these two guys won the world championship. Chris Benoit won the world championship. Eddie Guerrero won the the WWE championship in the same night, and then they were both now they both did. Mm-hmm. Like this is scary, and he, that's it's so scary. He died in 07 
Who, Chris Benoit? Yeah. Yeah, 07, excuse me. Um, Yeah, the Benoit story. I remember that shit as a kid. That shit was tough. Like, damn, he murdered his, his uh, son and wife. But yeah, it's crazy. The whole documentary is crazy. It's well put together. They don't really show him that much. They show about the wife and it's like celebration of life. Mm-hmm. And what does she like to do? She was like a blog. She liked blogging on Facebook. But yeah, man, that was extreme. It was a crazy story. He showed no emotion. Yeah, and the way they tied everything together was like crazy because you see him throughout the whole film. You don't look at him as a suspect. You, well, you start to look at him suspect when a neighbor says he looks suspicious. Yeah, but you like, damn, like why would he be sus? Like he was at work. So what he was doing, what I think he was doing, he was coming home from just uh, putting the bodies in the. High in the bodies. That's where he's coming home from, from the oil rig. Yeah, he probably was expecting, like, oh, if I stay calm and neutral, um, people would, like, expect it'll be, like, up in the air, a mystery. And he felt the entire polygraph. The Damn. whole thing. The whole thing. He did it. Polygraphs aren't always 100% accurate, yeah, however, I was but... I was like, what, yeah, you can't eight, use, you can't like use 75 it to 80%? Yeah. Because, yeah, you can, you can force your body to um, trick it. So, yeah, they probably, they use it, and then they tell you, like... He possibly is yeah. lying. So um, if he kept quiet, they wouldn't have probably had anything. You can, I think you can refuse the polygraph. He could have. They Poss- said he could have walked off. They but, said, but that wouldn't look good in court. You suspicious. Yeah, right? like, why are you refusing the polygraph? Well, like, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, they said, yo, you got the option to leave right now. If you're lying, then you could be in trouble. But you can leave right now. Nothing will happen. And he stayed, took it. He said, exactly, y'all know. And they was like, yeah, you must want to confess. That's why you came to the polygraph. And he didn't confess to the police. He confessed to his father. And his father was like, What? Like why'd you do that? Why, why would yeah, you? he killed his grandchildren. Like why would you do that? And his and, his, and he lied and he said the wife killed the kid, so he had to kill the wife. You didn't have if that was the truth, you could have called the police. But you then didn't he have to then kill he admitted the wife. to killing all three of them. He's a so psycho. I'm confused on what brought him to this. Nobody knew. He just started working out beforehand. He was working out. You know, he was doing like no fat shit like that. He was. Oh, he wasn't fapping. I don't think so. I don't know. Man. He was cheating on his wife though. But that shouldn't make you want to go kill somebody. Yeah. You're not fapping. If he was it cheating, maybe maybe he she cheated, found yeah, out. Big transformation too. Maybe she found out he was cheating. That could be a possible. I'm gonna leave you. Yeah. Or I'm gonna kill you. But huh? they had, what? They had talks of divorce. That's, That's a bad trade off. They already had the. Uh, and what he did after he killed her. So this is all the same within the same 48 hours. He he put his house up for sale and all that. You already guilty. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he told the kids he un- unenrolled them from school and everything. He's an idiot. Mm-hmm. That's a trail. That's, that's a, a that's trail. a. Yeah, dude. He wanted weird. to get caught. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He's gonna live the rest of his life in jail though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A lot of killers do have that personality trait in common. Like they're uh, emotionless. They don't have regret for their their crimes and stuff like that. No. Uh. You know. No sorrow for the the victims. A lot of serial killers. That's one thing they, that they look at. And uh, and um, and uh, prisoners, I guess they study it, cause you can uh, you can also like catch that before they even commit the crime. They got like TV shows about that, like people that murder animals just for fun and have like no emotion. It could like progress into you know being a serial killer, murdering humans. So you can look at that, but you can't do that. That would be like um, that would be like a minority report thing, like uh, predicting the crime before it happens. So you can't really you know arrest somebody for doing that, but. There's links to it. Showing it's no emotion. so sad. Yeah. It's very sad. Having no emotion at all for just murdering somebody. It was a crazy 
documentary. Mm-hmm. Everything is documented. Literally, everything in there was documented. Like, they showed text messages, like, live text messages at the time of it, what was happening. Yeah. And they put all the pieces together, and he admitted to doing it. Mm. So on Netflix. Go check it out. It's probably on YouTube somewhere. On the internet waves. Yeah, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'll look into it. It sounds interesting, even though I know what happens now, but... It sounds like something that's worth a worth a watch, worth a listen. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people that watched it already knew what happened because they probably paid attention to the news. I don't really pay attention to the news. I didn't know it was that big. I mean, then. yeah, it probably was local news. Yeah, Colorado. Damn, I'm sure, it was a big story over in Colorado. Um, yeah, man, Americans though the uh, we it's like a big market for selling serial killer like a uh, serial killer like uh, what's that shit? Media things like that. I guess I would say media, promoting it to propaganda. Propaganda, I guess. People like people like to look at them like fucking monoliths and like heroes and shit like that. And it's just like crazy. Like, like everybody knows like the serial killers. Nobody knows the names of the victims that they uh, murdered and stuff like that. That's what should be praised. Yeah. Yeah, and like people look at him like, oh, what's his name? Ted Bundy. He's so hot. Oh, I would definitely, I would definitely got in his car if, if I saw him. things yeah, like that's that. A weird thing to say. Yeah, this I guy isn't a serial killer I've though. Chris Watts isn't a serial killer. Who? This guy? No, that's he, not that's not a definition. He's making a segue. Yeah. 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 Okay. I haven't I'm seen the thing, so I can't add much to the thing. Um. Yeah. Serial killers is different. This is like a a sequence of killings and stuff like yeah, that on different times. Targeted attacks. Yeah. I don't know what the Chris Watts situation was. I can't. T- I can't make of it. It's a mass murder. That was yeah. just sickness. More than yeah. It got to be mental illness. Something happened. Something what? just snapped, bro. In my opinion, it's probably marital issues. Yeah. What was the reason? What you had? Say you wanted to start a new life. That's the. But I'm like new life in jail. Yeah, bro. Yeah, your new life is in jail now, buddy. Do those push-ups that you always do. He do a lot of push-ups. That's what he probably was preparing for. Yeah, <laughs> for real. He used to do a lot of push-ups. They was in bed together. He just started doing push-ups. She wanted. She wanted to have sex. She was crying because he wouldn't uh, have sex with her. Yeah, you he, and instead he was doing push-ups. Sorry, wrong so, order. That duration, that's when he snapped. Whatever happened. That's where it came to him. Like, he had to snap. You never know nobody, man. So you never know somebody. So it's a weird situation. That's why I say you have to watch it. A lot of psychologists are, uh, like, whatever. I don't know the, the word. So she wanted to have sex with him. But he didn't want to. He started doing push-ups. He started doing push-ups. Yeah. He got husky, too. Throughout the whole film, you can see his body transform. Throughout the whole documentary. Because he was working out, trying to get buff or something. For jail for jail for jail yeah jail. That's, what I'm saying. that's what it was keep them, keep the people away from you mm-hmm. what is his ultimate goal jail was his ultimate goal that's his new life buddy that. how did that feel but yeah serial killers yeah what's the fascination behind them uh if you're a psychologist i can see the fascination behind them because you want to dig inside the brain of a serial killer and y'all find it very fascinating dig inside the brains yeah that's the only way just like the Unabomber. Like, people like that, they're interesting people, but I don't praise them. Yeah. I want to know their mind. Like, you're giving them, because they're notorious, you're giving them so much credit. Yeah. It's like, why are we giving these people that yeah. killed people so much credit? Their name's living on forever, and people just forget the victims. Um, Literally. Um, yeah, companies, though, they make money off the the serial killers and stuff like that. Like, I can name a bunch of shows like that revolve around... Um, Serial killers and stuff like that. I like Mind Hunters though. It's on. It's on Netflix. 
That's a great show. Yeah. Mindhunter. It's like two seasons. Um, it's more psychology based, and the main character goes into why, why this specific killer did what he did, and stuff like that. Oh, you have a Chris Kyle sticker. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, you know. Yeah. Serial killer. Chris uh, Kyle. That was a great movie, though. Chris. American Sniper. American Sniper, man. I fuck with that movie. A great soldier. Uh, yeah. True legend. Crazy how he went out, though. Just a random, random attack by the guy. By a, by another's, by a soldier. He used to try to help. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that movie was intense. If you guys hear me say it a thousand and one times, I do not like movies. But I remember me and Duff, we sat down and watched the American Sniper. <laughs> I, I almost cried. Yeah, got same. To. I was it like, was a yo. beautiful story, man. I was like, damn. That was some good acting, too. Said, Babe, I'm, I'm coming home. I said, he came damn. home, everything, just went out to the gun range with the guy. He shot him. It's crazy. killed somebody with a one sniper headshot from over 280 meters away. Yeah, it was like a mile shot, right? Cause that that's that, that takes so much um, like skill, cause you got you got factoring like the curvature of the and earth, the wind. yeah, the wind curvature of the earth, curvature, earth bullet drop off, distance and a headshot. The guy got to stand still for at least two seconds, two to three seconds. Like that's crazy. The velocity and time of the bullet having to travel to the target, yeah, that, in a sniper rifle. It's probably one of the greatest shots in like um, warfare history, just a mile away. And it really happened. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Chris Carr was a legend, man. He was a, he was a legend. R.I.P. I always respect that, man. R.I.P. Chris Carr, baby. R.I.P. Chris Carr. It's my first. It was crazy. He was on, um, I think he was on, like, David Letterman or some shit, like, a couple weeks before he died. He was? I believe so. One of those one of those talk shows. Yeah. Let me see. Chris Carr. It was, it was some, some weird thing about it. Um, oh, you think there's a reason behind like why serial kill- serial killers are mostly men, male? Because hmm. like you can't really name one one female serial killer. They don't really get. They don't even get like um, documentaries made about them, movies, stuff like that. Are there? How many are there? there, there are a lot? There's female. Uh, they don't killers. get. They don't get portrayed in the media. Nah, it's like, for the point that we'll remember their there's names. There's one. Uh, her name was like Belle Gunnis. She came from uh, Norway, and she settled in Chicago in like the late 1800s. So like not even 1900s. Oh, I didn't know. That's why way I far back. Cares about 1800s. No, people was dying from fucking rats. Uh, no, she she killed. Uh, she too. would marry her Slavery. husband just to kill him. Hmm? She would marry her husband. Uh, I, I think I heard something like that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, okay. I think that they made a movie. Did they make a movie about that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did. They um, only care about the serial killers. That's like that was actually pretty smart. That left a marking. Yeah, yeah. Left some type of they, they really care about Zodiac killer. Some type Zodiac of mystery. Killer, yeah. He's still out there. Jack the Ripper, Ted Bundy, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer. That like, dude was a sicko. Yeah, John Wayne Gracie. Mm-hmm. Like, all these people. And it's like, why do you know these names of these people? Yeah, and the media gives them nicknames as well. Like, Harold Shippen. Man killed 218 people. I, I never heard of him. Yeah, he, the, he, Dr. Death. That was his name. He killed 218 patients. Oh, what's it? I think, I've probably seen him before. Mm-hmm. 
That's fucking sick. It's crazy. Just living like that, just killing people. Zodiac killer could still be alive. They said it was Ted Cruz or some shit, his grandpa or something. That's what Trump said. That's fucked up. Zodiac. That movie is great. Um, Zodiac the movie. It, it stars Iron Man and um, I seen it. I watched it. And uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it's it's a great bad. movie. Only thing I don't like about it is obviously open ended. So like, it's not really an ending. It just leaves you on a cliff. Little cliffhanger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's based on true events. Yeah, so I'm saying I, I want to know like who well, really did this shit. Or they literally the Zodiac killer. He turned couples, didn't he? Call the police and tell them that why boy, they're wrong. That boy is a different or girl. Or girl. We don't know who it is. But yeah, he um No, no, they said it was a man. Everybody that I mean, yeah, they described him as big a build and shit. Yeah. This built. Only yeah, his only there. advantage was like you're alive in um times with like less like security cameras less social um, media you know yeah less less things to capture you you doing the crimes and shit like that can't do it now Let, like less no. GPS you would have to have like no form of internet footprint yeah whatsoever and even then yeah there's cameras that's what I'm saying there's cameras everywhere everywhere but yeah Zodiac Killer that's one of them there you go one of my favorites you know one of my favorite movies but why he murdered people that's crazy exactly and like you know his name's gonna be living forever Cause the brain, that's all. They fall in love with the people like the brain thing. Yeah. Hmm. What do you guys think? It like when in terms of like being a serial killer, right? Obviously, you you don't just wake up and it's like you know what today I'm gonna be a serial killer. Yeah. Like what? What do you think? Again, we obviously we don't know. We're just uh, hypothesizing here, but it's like what goes on, like. Psychologically in the brain. Yeah, you, sh- you should watch uh Mindhunter. Mindhunter. Go to Netflix. It's one of the best shows on there. Okay. He goes to the prisons and interviews the um the serial killers, and like the serial killers, they got um um Marilyn Manson. I mean, Marilyn, Charles Manson. He never Manson. killed anybody, but he's they got an actor portraying him. Um, they got the um the son of Sam. They got an actor portraying him. So he goes to the prisons and interviews them. He he he, um, he catalogs everything, tries to figure out why they did it and stuff like that. Tries to um get into their mind, basically. So yes, yeah, it's, it's a great show. But a lot of them they probably had childhood trauma that it built up over time and stuff like that and made them into the the adult that they are. Um, Who knows? But a lot of them do some sick shit though. Jeffrey Dahmer is sick. He's a rapist. Killed his first person at 18. Mm-hmm. They could have caught him, too. It was one time the, the cops caught him with a 13-year-old boy, but they let him get away because he, he thought the kid was of each. Winded up murdering the kid. Stuff like that. People walked into his house like, oh, this is thing and stuff like that. What, what does that smell? He had human heads in his, um, in his refrigerator and stuff. Dude was a sicko. Jeffrey Dahmer. And people remember his name. But he got murdered in jail. So he didn't get to live out his full punishment. No. They got him. Mm-hmm. His father weird too. Like he accepted he accepted him for being a serial killer, but he didn't accept him for being gay. <laughs> that's homophobia. That is some true shit. Know yeah. what real homophobia is? That. That's real that homophobia. He really ridiculous. couldn't get yeah, he couldn't get over the fact that he was gay. Wait. And I think that probably played a part that he he, he murdered people. Because of no acceptance. Yeah, didn't get acceptance from his father for being homosexual, stuff like that. But yeah, he he accepted him for being a murderer. Not that it's crazy. Yeah, 
Their mind is just Piece different. of shit. Their minds are just different. Psychopaths. Yeah. Do you like can you blame somebody who's like not mentally there? We're not blaming them, but you know. No. You do can't. they get do they get special treatment? Like, yo, you go to this you go if to this specific get special treatment. I don't think that's on the person's behalf to get it depends on the age. Like if you've grown, then I can blame you for not going to get help. It depends. If you're younger, but what if you think you don't need help? Yeah. Yeah, they can't can they, can you get forced to go to an institution? It depends by law. Yeah. If you're like if you're harming yourself, right, or yeah. somebody else. Yeah, that could be the, the way. Because like, if I'm not harming nobody, who's to say like like your opinion of my mental state is like is, it doesn't hold any weight. See, there's a lot of ambiguity in the law, like because of that, simply because of based off of what you said, like mm-hmm. you're not hurting anybody. Yeah, and you're not in an immediate danger to yourself. So like, yeah, you can't just send me away. You can't. But, Send me away can, per se, but there are laws set in place to say, "Hey, this person isn't harmful to himself right now, but he's showing signs of possibly mm. being harmful to himself." So they can refer you to be admitted to a psychiatric ward. But those are the things that they'll it's admit like, you, and you can leave voluntarily. Like a suggestion, you should probably go seek help. Yeah, like you should go seek help. But it's like most times when people have these type of disorders, any type of illnesses that make these do these negative things. It's especially like before how the how the world is now, mm-hmm. when like everything is so spotlight. Yeah, you could get away with masking shit, and they're like, "Oh, he's just this, or oh, he's just that, he's just different." You know what I'm saying? Now there's so many categories for stuff. It's really hard for people like not to see something. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah, I mean now with social media, people get to display their emotions to the world, and like say back in the day, like you didn't have any contact with people to to express your feelings. People would use social media to get that off as a way, you know, release release stress and stuff like that. Like you, a but, lot of you are mentally on social media. Keep going. Don't well, oh, say that like, again. Going. Yeah, a lot of y'all are. Mentally on social media, it's I, a lot of mental illness that's going. It's on a lot of mental illness. illness. People use it as like that's therapy. And I say that as respectfully. It's a lot of weird stuff. Like some of y'all opinions are so far based, or the videos y'all post are so weird. You really need to see somebody. It's a cry for help. It's a cry for help. That's all it is. And it's 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 crazy because I wanted to dedicate this episode to uh mental health and uh the distinction between social media, the links between social media and depression and mental health. But, you know, I just didn't have enough time to fully do my research because the research that I was led to, I wanted to double back and make sure that everything was uh, cut and clear, concise, and came from an objective point of view. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's taking me a little longer because you can't just, like, compile that all that amount of dense information in a week. You know, you want to be able to deliver something that's educated, something that's concise, you Mm -hmm. know. But... From based off what I've seen, and we're, I'm going to talk about this, if not next episode, the, the episode after that, so stay tuned. But from based off what I've seen, we as young individuals, like I'm talking about people, old people as well, but for the most part, the 20-year-olds and the 25, the 23, 24s, 19, 18, 17, all these type of age groups, you guys run to social media with your personal problems you run to a public space with your personal problems 
with your private problems instead of seeking private help to handle private problems. Or they, or they getting mad. They, they get mad at people for criticizing them too on a public on platform. On a public platform, I don't. I never seen that before. Like, why are you in my business? It's it's all of our business. You just posted that to the world. Now think about what That's you just never said. Leave. Think 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 about what you just said. Yeah. You just posted your private problem on a public site, and you're mad because somebody on a public site is in your private, private business. business. <laughs> that just makes sense to me. That's basically throwing your social security number on social media. So Yo, watch your private business with my fucking in my name, bro. I know I posted my social security number, but you ain't have to go invest in it. Yeah. You ain't have to put my name in your credit cards. Damn, bro, you maxed out on Lamborghini. <laughs> bro, I'm in debt for the rest of my life now. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Yeah. I posted it on there for inspiration. I posted my social security number for inspiration. Yeah, if you post stuff on social media, it it's for other people to see, then people are going to see. That's it. all it is. And then. What you guys confuse is, and this is why I'm saying, me personally, I follow one famous person on social media, and it's Allen Iverson. Why do I follow Allen Iverson? Because I've met Allen Iverson in person, so he's my favorite basketball player. Still, the people that most people follow, and you can tell by the way people dress, how people look. How people make themselves look, how people act. You try to live vicariously through these other people in your life. Yeah. Now, and I know that they may seem as if that's acceptable because your homies do it. You know, you want to follow rappers, you like rappers, you like this, you like that, you want to live like them. So you think, oh, if I watch them, I'll end up being like them. That's not how life works. And the fact that you're chasing that pro-social, I say this word a lot, that pro-social, that happy ending, you're chasing that happy ending only makes you dislike your life more because you're figuring out, well, why can't I get to that? This famous guy just blew up at 23. Now he's worth five, ten million dollars and I'm still working nine to five. My life must suck. What the fuck am I doing wrong? That particular gentleman found his calling or had his chance maybe your chance isn't at 23 maybe it's at 30 maybe it's at 35 maybe it's at 40 shit maybe it's at 60 yeah it makes you feel like you're losing a race sometimes people see other people's success yeah um, people's step one is going to be you know like your well people's step one is going to be your like step 10 or whatever so you just got to Keep keep going along your steps. Everybody starts off somewhere, and for the individuals out there that are battling with depression, that are battling with mental illnesses, and they fight with it every day. For you to wake up every day and spend seven, eight hours on Instagram or six, seven hours on Twitter, that's gonna just feed into the issue that you're having internally. Instead of seeking help, it's okay to as black people, especially as black people. There's this stigma that oh, black people, we don't need help. Black men specifically. Black men, we don't need to go see a therapist. Or hospitals. Or hospitals. Yeah, that's a big one too. It's like most of us grew up without a father. Every yeah. Everybody you see in this room for some period of the time grew up without a father. Yeah. You think because like hospitals and therapy, that's like something you got to pay for. It's more, it's probably like they can't afford it. Yeah. They don't have insurance. But you insurance. Know, a lot of. It's, it's an affordability thing. It is an affordability thing, but here's... Or you here's, can talk to someone like this. That's therapy right there. That and also, 
it's all about investing in yourself. Like if I buy, let's say I'm, I got a pair of Yeezys on. Okay, I got a pair of Yeezys on. These Yeezys cost like two hundred and forty-eight dollars. From just straight up off the shelf. Just straight up, straight up off the shelf online, like twenty dollars shipping. Costs like somewhere around there, right? Now there's people out there. Like I have about ten pairs of sneakers, mm. give or take. A couple pairs of boots, a couple pairs of dress shoes. There's people out there that have thirty pairs of shoes, twenty pairs of shoes, fifty pairs of shoes. It's about where you have your interest. If you want to buy this, buy that, and not dial it back and invest in your mental health and invest in your stability, then yeah, you don't care enough about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, again, I'll, I'll talk about all this stuff once I fit, get all the facts and everything. Yeah. But... It's something that you really think about when you wake up tomorrow and you go on Instagram, you go on Twitter and you and you comment this and you say this. People can see that's a cry for help. People see that social media feeds anxiety, social media feeds depression. Why do you think if if what you think I'm saying is bullshit, then why do you think that there's filters, so many different filters on these social media apps that try to make you look better than what you think you look like. And I blame social media because you can't control it at a certain point. You can't control it no more. It's the way the algorithms are working. They put you first. They let you see your uh, favorite celebrity first and then show your friends. I don't follow any celebrity, like, at all. But uh, for those that do, they tell me, like, they see more celebrities than they see their friends or they see a meme. More than they see their friends. Well, yeah. The algorithms are fucked up. Yeah. But uh, the filter things, it it, uh, it even makes you feel like your normal face is uh, not good enough. It exactly. like it um, it ruins your self esteem. So you gotta be like, I, I need this filter to um, post this picture. It absolutely crushes your self esteem. Mm. Yeah. It does. And it's it studies. It studies. It's an and it does it subconsciously. The yeah. app isn't gonna tell you, "Hey, we think you look better like this." So every time you post a picture, make sure you do it like this. That's why you even when people say no filter, that's you literally sitting here saying, "Oh, I don't need a filter for this photo." I think I look good right here. I think I look good right here. Yeah. You should always feel like that. Yeah. Social media plays a big part in a lot of self-esteem issues, a lot of anxiety issues, a lot of depression issues, because a lot of people, like you said, are chasing that happy ending. They're never going to get it because they don't take the steps. They just chase celebrities. That's all it is. And they try to live that life. But you go to your nine to five every day. They can wake up and go wherever they want in the world. Or you don't even know their financial uh, situation. You don't even know they're financially stable. But you just see this facade that they put on for social media, and you try to emulate that in your real life. And it's thinking like this. You work a nine to five. There is, and again, no. I don't understand what the fuck people are. I have no idea why people think working nine to five means you're broke. <laughs> broke? Um, yeah. It's, well, the money is slow and shit like the that. The money is slow. I remember that video, girl. She was saying that. If you want to be, an, the first of all, the country is set up for you to be an entrepreneur. Okay. You can be your own boss. This country is literally set up for you to take risk and become your own boss and yeah. make your way by yourself. Set up, yeah, to give you the opportunity. But easy. not everybody's a boss. And that's yeah. okay. And that's okay. That doesn't make you less of a person. If you want to wake up and be the best motherfucker you can be at your job, that's your job. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's your calling. 
That's your calling. But it's when you work this nine to five, you hate this nine to five, and every single bit of check you get from the nine to five, you spend it on trying to live like somebody who makes your salary in an appearance, not a not a a show, not a, in an appearance. That's where you got the game fucked up because now it's like you're really chasing, and all you're doing, you're chasing and losing gas every step you take. That's the hurt piece right there. Sad thing. Sad. People get trapped in it. They get trapped in these celebrities and the facades. That's why they always repost in the shade room. That's why they always repost in the Kardashians. That's why they always repost in these uh, models with multiple surgeries. It's just people's mindset. It's just like, a sheep mentality type of thing. Like, oh, I need a BBL. I need a BBL. And I need a BBL. You're 22 years old. What the fuck you do you need, need a I BBL for? You don't need that shit. You're like, I'm still getting it. Blah, blah, blah. What do you need a BBL for? Your butt looks nice. I mean, you can work out, yeah. Eat biscuits and shit. That's all you have to do. Now you want a BBL? They be like, oh, it's, it's still my body. It's my body fat. I don't, I don't know. That's whatever. Like, man. you're 21. Yeah. You're 22. It's, it's I them chasing social media. I'm is it even going to last? It's like men. They watch rappers, and they try to emulate that. Hip-hop is the most oversaturated genre in the market simply because people think that, oh, if I become a rapper, I can have somebody write for me, I can create this image, and I can be rich tomorrow. Yeah. And it's one that you don't, it doesn't require musical talent. You just have to be a poet. Well, you can either be a poet or get somebody to write for you, as you said. You just need your voice to rap. You don't have to sing, play an instrument, really. So it's easy to get into the industry. All you, need, all you need with you is like clout and followers and you'll be, you you'll be a successful rapper. Maintain that clout and following. That's it's different from being like a lyricist. Like, you know, actually actually taking months to write an album. Like these rappers now. Creating just, a project. Not something, just dropping yeah, like, singles. Like rappers now can't create what uh, Kendrick Lamar does. No. Ever in their life. Or, no. or like a J. Cole, even though he gets slandered. Because, mm, yeah, now he still produces projects. I respect any rapper that can produce a project that is well thought, even if they try. Uh, yeah, like a theme behind yeah, it. Yeah, if it's a theme behind it and the theme is well thought out, I don't care if it was a bad project. You still are a creator. Or even guys like Tyler the Creator. Yeah. Like, yeah, masterpieces. He, he can even freestyle, though. He's a good freestyler. Earl Sweatshirt. Like, these type of dudes, it's like some of them aren't in like mainstream, like clout fame but it's like their talent supersedes that mm-hmm. like, i can go to them right now yo you ever heard Tyler the creator they probably like, yeah. at this point yeah but yeah. back in the day like it's like 50 50 when he was making songs like yonkers and shit like that like nobody yeah, roaches and, shit. and um, roaches like nobody nobody's paying nobody in the mainstream media was paying attention now. yeah for rapper be like yeah i got um i got 700 songs on my laptop right now man i'm, I'm working that's all them shit's trash a master a jack of all trades is a master of none you can't be having all those songs and that's a Maybe. great quote you said right there. A jack of all trades is a master of none. Yeah, I stole it from somebody, but I'm gonna say it's mine. That shit's fire. You should quote. You should really quote that. Yeah, you can't just be creating like 700 songs. Oh, they're going to be terrible. All 700 of them. Like you started rapping two weeks ago. How the fuck do you have 700 songs? All the beats made by whoever made by uh, Cassidy. Get <laughs> 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 
He thought that shit was amazing. I mean, any beat you make is going to sound good to you. great to you. Because he surprised he did that shit. You're not supposed to put that out. You got to have your homies listen to it first. Nah, have a hater listen to that shit. Don't have your homies listen to that shit. Have a hater. Compliment you is good. It's like, yo, that shit is nice. But if it's bad, it's going to be the worst shit they ever heard. That's terrible. You got to send it to somebody that you're not really friends with. Can't send it to it. Fuck no. Who the fuck is this? All right, cool. Who the fuck is this? Cool. Good luck. <laughs> uh, somebody, somebody from uh, you know. Yeah, I was Atlanta. looking at that nigga too. <laughs> he sucked, don't he? <laughs> like hey. he crying, he crying in the back. <laughs> Never send your homies if you want a true opinion. Listen, I'm just like this way. There's only one homie I really know that I can call on. Like, yo, give me your opinion on this, and he mm. gonna give me an objective ass opinion. You can't send that shit to your your dick riding ass homie. You'll be like, yo, bro, that shit is fire. Yeah. Cause you gonna go outside yeah, every time. Yeah, every time. That's a, that's the number one um tips of rappers. Like yes, man, you can't be really hanging around them, or going to them for musical advice. They gonna have you wearing a diaper on stage, <laughs> <laughs> on stage wearing a diaper. There's rappers out there that do it, man. Um, those days are behind us now. Yeah, and I don't think I don't, th- I don't think he wears a diaper anymore. He doesn't. He just punches on people now. He'll probably punch on me if you if you hear me say. Yeah, that. Every time I open up Instagram, the baby uh, the rest. Of <laughs> Stop punching people. <laughs> I have temper tantrums, baby. Number one person. Uh, prime example It feeds my point Six nine You have this man Trying to get So much attention To the point where He's overdosing On what Caffeine And weight loss pills On oh, Pepsi yeah, On ahead. Pepsi Just to get your attention I'm Trying to get a BBL <laughs> Working out I mean you're already wearing Like those like uh, lace fronts. But he's he's also a prime example of the effects of social media, what it could do to a person. He's sick. It's not even a hip hop statement. That's like a psychology thing you could dip in. That's one person. That's the effect of social media. You can look at him and you can uh, dissect his behavior for years, for like three years. You can dissect, cry for help. Yeah, you can dissect the entire situation. That man was dying to be a social media prospect, and he finally got what he wanted. But you can always see the downside effects of what happens when you get indulged into all the social yeah. media antics. He, if like he got more money than you, but hey, would you want to be in this predicament? You I wouldn't. wouldn't. You wouldn't would die would. like that. I don't care how much money I got. If I can't come outside and have fun and genuinely be happy, that's that money he's, means he's still in prison to this day. Yeah. Like he, he escaped like seven years from prison, but he's going to have life imprisonment now in the public. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He should be like. Little kids should look at him like, yo, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to. I want to be like you. I don't want to be a cloud chaser like him. Yeah, that's just an example of a rapper. You but it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. You can go outside to the dudes that's taking on your blog that you've seen for ten years. They still doing the same exact thing that they was doing. Sad. Saying, yeah. What's up, little homie? What's up, little nigga? I'm, Bro, you've been on the same block since I was five. Yeah. Thirty. This dude's now. I'm taller than now. Like. Yeah. Damn. It's crazy. Man, how you grow up, bro? You were supposed to leave. Where are you? What are you doing? Why are you still selling Knicks? Yeah. At 50 Still selling turtles <laughs> Stop going to Myrtle Beach And kidnapping turtles bitch It's like no nah. But no nah, There's still Aggressive. people out there Just like Just like you know Doing the same shit I don't know And I don't know how they, they 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 just be happy around Just you know Wake up in the morning Jerk each other off I don't know What to call it I truly don't know What to Why call it Why are you outside 6am Just on the, on the corner It's a cycle Like 6am Jay Z said the best man don't die over the block your mama written. That's a great quote. Because you don't own it. You don't own it. Like What do you say after that? Don't die over your mama written. Take your drug money, then go buy, the, buy something. That's how you rinse it. But what you don't want to do? He said, money? please don't die over the neighborhood that your mama written. 
take your drug money and buy the neighborhood. That's how you rinse it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. People don't have that type of mentality, though. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like decades of just being recycled into the minds of those type of people. Let me tell you Passed what down, genera- those people, the kids that walk by and see those dudes, they try to be them. One, two, and three. Every day I wake up and I go to work. Mm-hmm. And every day after work, I go home and I work on my business. Right? Somebody out there every day wakes up. Wakes up. Probably as a kid. Probably doing whatever. I don't know. It stands on a corner. Yeah. Knowing that the way the justice system works, the police know you're out there. Mm-hmm. They know who you are because you've probably been stopped before. You've probably been arrested before. They know who you are. They know you by your first name. The trap, but you still go out there. Why? It will be the same as a mouse seeing the other mouse getting caught on a trap, getting still this, go do the same thing. and still get stuck on her. I've, yeah, you either go out two ways. You see, you seen people, your friends get murdered, seeing block and shit like that. Year after year, just like you're still out there. Your your friends are dropping like fries. You're still there. You gotta escape it. Like it, it's like leading, leading the cows to the slaughter. Like That's exactly what it is. One by one, if you look to your left and you look to your right, every day you out there, every month, every year, somebody that was out there with you is not out there no more. Yeah. Because with- of being out there. Because of simply being out there. Only people that's replacing them is the younger kids. You, you're not gonna see your older. Old, your um, what's that shit called? Peers, you're not gonna see your peers there. You're just going it's gonna keep getting younger and younger. You're the one getting older. And you, Mr. Block Man, you, Mr. Block Man, you're not a block captain. You're not, <laughs> you're not neighborhood watch. You, Mr. Block Man, your mom don't have captain. the decency. So when the young boy try to stand next to you on the corner, you be like, you know what? You shouldn't be out here. You shouldn't be out here. No, oh, I want to be like you. You cool as shit. I see you. You got that drip on. That man wears the same thing every week. Cause that's the only all the money he used on the block. He bought that one fit. But the young boy don't see that. Mm-hmm. It's a two way mirror. You get what I'm saying? He's looking up to you, and you don't have the wherewithal to say, "Young boy, you could be better than me." Young young guy, you can be better than me. Don't do what I'm doing. I have quote unquote have to do. What I'm doing. Because I don't choose to try to do something else. I'm not saying that it's going to be extreme, uh, easy road. Never said that. Nothing in life that comes with success is easy. Unless you steal it. Or pass down to you. Or it's passed down to you like mm-hmm. a trust. That's what we need. We need, e- we need. we need easy in our communities. And you're not getting trust money from the block. No. Never. Never. This ain't the eighties, bro. They don't trust us for money. <laughs> That's a bar. God damn. They this is not the eighties. No more coke. What you gonna do? You got fiends coming up to you with coins trying to get a small little ball of rock. Bro, this is right, not the life that you should wanna live every day. Way here. I seen somebody shooting up heroin. Yeah, I saw something sad. A lady, uh, lady looks like she's on some type of drugs, laying on concrete with her legs in the air spread apart. No underwear. Like damn, vagina stink. Keep going though. Uh, I mean, my, my windows are rolled up, no. but I'm like, damn, this this still happening out here. Just broad daylight. Yeah, I seen the dude shoot up all my way here with the needle. I seen the needle and I seen it going in uh, West Philly. He wrapped it up, yeah. Yeah. He wrapped up his arm and he just shot in. I said, damn. 
I'm driving. Like Ultimate Warrior. Wow. Wow. That's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. That's so fucked up. But RP. anyway, RP. <laughs> Keep going, bro. Keep going. <laughs> Woo! Rick Flint. Yeah. Anyway. Because you know the rubber bands, Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Keep going. Any, Vans anyway. popping. Oh, man. I can't even. Vans popping. Tap in the spot. Like it's a hot spot. He found it. All wrestlers from like the 90s and 80s, pure cocaine. But that was hair when he was on. Keep going. Wow. Rest in peace, Ultimate Warrior. But we talking about the fiend, as you were saying though. Um, yeah, I was, I was driving through Kensington about a week and a half ago. I had my <laughs> windows down. If you're in the USA, you know what Kensington is. It's a world. Everybody in the world knows that. I'm about to explain but, it. Yeah, the biggest in the world. Dude, go ahead. No, a lot of people know what Kensington is. Yeah, around the whole U.S. Kensington, because a lot of people come here to go to Kensington for drugs. Is this is the biggest heroin hotspot in the world? Yeah, not the country, not the state of Pennsylvania, in the world, in Philadelphia. In and the I, world. And you know what the crazy part about it is, Philadelphia Mayor, all you guys. Don't give two shits about it. Yeah, that's something. That should be like your number one focus. I drove through there. I had to. I was driving through there, and I overheard somebody say, Yo, bro, stop that. You almost stepped on a needle. And my first reaction was, I, I looked where the sound was coming from. I'm looking, and I met eye contact with one of the guys outside. And he was like, Yeah, bro, shit crazy around here. You got to watch that every day. I'm just looking at this guy. I'm like, bro, there's kids out there. You know what I'm saying? It's literally hovels. If you guys ever paid attention to American history in grade school, you learned about a president called Herbert Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover. It was so bad. The economy was so bad during his presidency that there was places that people lived in boxes, and they were called Hoovervilles. I heard of that. This is 2020, and shit still looked like that in a in a metropolitan top six largest city in the country. We still have this issue. Opioid pandemic is still going on. We're fighting an opioid pandemic, a opioid pandemic, a racial pandemic, and a viral pandemic, all in one year, all in one city. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Herbert Hoover. He was president during the Great Depression. Yep. So that's one of the worst times in America, and it's still comparable today with uh, opioids in the Philadelphia. The way. They don't have cardboard boxes. They have tents and stuff like that, sleeping bags. I used to ride the bus through there and see everything there. But it smells like death over there. I hate the smell of like I don't know if it's K two or whatever heroin. I don't know what the smell. I don't know what drugs are, but the smell is terrible. I don't know what drugs. Back when I used to go up Frankfurt a lot, I used to hate going up there just seeing you know the worst, the worst possible position a human could probably be. You know, the worst homeless on drugs just. Just nothing, nothing to go up from there. People walking over you like you rock. It's people that's like thirty eight pounds. The the lady, she's thirty like thirty eight pounds, still alive, asking for money. Got couples like, out no, there I'm, sharing I'm not giving you money. Yeah, I'm not giving you money. You gonna spend it on drugs? Um, but what was I about to say? People say, yeah, you should make uh safe houses, safe use houses, for people to go inside to use drugs and not have drug paraphernalia laying around. Um, on the streets and stuff like that and dying on the streets leaning over in the streets just go in a, a specific a specific building and use up there that's like a big debate in Philadelphia 
I believe they have one building for that already. They do? I think so, maybe. Safe. It's called a safe use house, so. That doesn't help the problem. Because, like, you're still promoting drug use. No, it's just pushing the problem and it's promoting it. Hey, you gotta, yo, I can do it safely now. Yeah, so I can go to the safe house. That's all I gotta do. You gotta cut off. You gotta cut off the source, like the drug dealers. And I'm sorry for all my not all our non Philadelphia listeners, but this is a huge, huge Obioids. problem yeah. to the point where I know every other city has recreational parks and in, in areas with like playgrounds, things like that. They have to shut down the playgrounds at a certain time because what they call them, quote unquote, fiends, throw needles over there, shoot up, and there's kids playing. Like infant kids playing. Imagine if your five year old kid stepped on a fucking needle and now yeah. no way now they have HIV or HIV. AIDS or something some like type that. Of blood transfusion. Or some type of shit. I'm sure like the property values over there is just like shit. economically low. Um if shit. You're, if you're like um if you're like a uh what was that word I'm thinking for? If you know what's going around in your area, you're not gonna let your kids go there. You gotta be like really careless to have your kid. Yeah, go outside and play in the park. By yourself. Yeah. You're not gonna you're gonna move out of there out of that location as fast as possible. But yeah, there are there are going there's gonna be um kids in the in the area and they're they're gonna see these things and grow up with it. But our city does little to nothing to help these people. I don't know why. It's it's not even like a black issue, isn't it? It's not a black issue. There's a lot of white people down there. There's a lot of white people. You would think that the way this country is set up, there would be like a lot of help, but none. It's like America, America as a whole, just like don't even treat. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're homeless. They don't. They treat homeless, homeless people as like second class citizens, third class citizens. Don't try to get them help. Um, but yeah, you got to cut it off at the source though. Of locking up the drug dealers, because like if you're not locking up the drug dealers, they're just going to find more people. It's just it's hard. Get them some type of help. Or if I was like if I was Jeff Bezos, I would have been, I would have built a shelters in every single state in America or by now. Just like go there to live free. He can afford it. You know what the crazy part is it probably wouldn't cost him a dime because he wouldn't it, notice it, it. it. It would it would literally be a nonprofit organization. Tax write-off. And it's a tax Still, write-off. If you're helping people, yeah, go ahead and do that. He wouldn't. It wouldn't really cost him a dime. He gave more money to his wife for a divorce. That could have saved all the homeless people in America. Eight hundred million. He has like eight hundred million. That's nothing. To one hundred and thirty billion, he made. Anyway, um, I ain't gonna count his pockets. He he still does great humanitarian work. He does, but um, it's not it's not him. up to him. He's not a president. Yeah, I'm not mad at him. Yeah, if he don't, yeah, he's I'm not a president. If I was him, yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would have yeah. changed America some. Bob. like he owes the country nothing. He's an entrepreneur. He made his money literally doing wasn't. what he was supposed to do. Like yeah. that. He owes the country. Oh, with that money, I would have been changed America. Yeah. In a way, like no homeless list, drug um, decrease the drug drug uh, imports. This problem falls upon your councilmen's, your senators, your governors, your mayors, vote and your primaries. Vote the primaries. Y'all talk about vote pu- pu- uh, presidential vote in the primaries. Trump don't, Trump don't care about Kensington. No, he don't know. He don't know about Kensington. Mary, he probably he? never even seen it. Never heard of it. Your councilmen do. Can he do? He drove there. He talked about it. He talked about fixing it. Your mayor know what it is. Your mayor, he damn well know where it is. Doesn't Polly has never been there in his fucking life. The presidents don't change the hood. 
your councilman and your mayors in them change the hood. The guys that go around knocking, knocking on, on your door, door. Those who you, that's who you vote for. Those are you guys should love yeah. and cherish because if you really want something to change, sit down with these guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those who you should really vote for. Yeah, in vote. My opinion. Because the people, as we said, like, oh, I don't want to go to Kensington because we already know there's drug people there. So, like, the, 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 the mayor probably thinks the same way. I don't want to go to Kensington. I don't want to look at them. They're disgusting. You got to vote for the people that actually cares about them, want to go there. Ex- the drug, users, drug users aren't voters. They yeah. don't care. You got to get somebody that goes, in, that goes into the trenches. AKA the, if you care about it that much. Yeah, because if you don't even look at them as um as citizens. Y'all encouraging. Y'all, y'all butt naked. Y'all celebrities butt ass naked telling people to go vote and don't have a naked ballot. Y'all should have told these motherfuckers go vote in the primaries. Y'all should have been going this hard for the mayors and the electives and the and the uh, councilmen and your state representatives. And your state yeah, do something. Your else. Senate. Do something. The else. people that affect you. But you would never, you would never, you would never see a famous person say, "Yo, your councilman's running in uh in Ward seven forty two or never gonna show your dick for uh you know the governor. Yeah, exactly. You, you want to do it for the president now? Mark Ruffalo showing Put your his dick penis. away. Okay, Hawk. Chris Rock. Chris Rock, y'all naked. Got Taraji P. Tiffany Haddish. Sorry, Tiffany Haddish. Y'all mad at me saying that's not disturbing. That's very disturbing. Very disturbing. Oh, they're only showing top half. It's predatory. It's predatory. It's disturbing. They are nude celebrities. It's kids on social media, predominantly eighteen. Well, you can go from fourteen, starting at fourteen. 14 all the way to 53 probably. Bro, if I showed my naked body to promote a rap album, they would call me a predator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Even more and more things. Or you're a weirdo. It's one of the You're a weirdo. You're, 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 you're looking for clout. Yeah. You're Oh, you, if you're a male. They're though. doing it for attention. It's 100 if you're ways a hundred ways to get attention other than to be naked on social media telling people to vote. Y'all have been doing it. They so doing they doing Takashi right now. What's the nudity? What's the nudity for? They trying to beat Takashi. I'm butt ass naked in the car. I need y'all to vote. Oh, what? Why are you butt ass naked? Cloud chasing for votes. That's so actually an ballot. offense. That's indecent exposure. It is. Y'all outside. Most of y'all was outside. I don't want to see. I don't want to see a dick, Chris Rock. Or Only Mark person Ruffalo. I want to see is Sarah Silverman. She looked nice. That was good. Everybody else was didn't want to see it. What's her name? Amy right. Schumer. Yo, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're not funny. You're not funny. Yeah, Silver Silverman's dead. Oh yeah, I saw that. That nigga was like a hundred. He's a true weirdo. <laughs> I'm like, like you are he real. Just, he just wanted to be naked. Yeah, that's what he regularly. That's what he, he wanted to be naked. Oh, I ain't got to wear my diaper today. What? Oh, dicks out, man. Damn, I usually wear this. This is easy. This is an easy commercial for me. Damn, I shit it. <laughs> I need a Viagra. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy. I don't. I don't understand. It's different with vote. Y'all should have been preaching and vote for y'all mayors because if y'all really cared about the people, the people. Y'all would have been saying, go vote for your governor, your senator, and your councilman. That's what y'all really should have to go vote for. Those are the ones that really affect you. The president is not changing your hood. The councilman is. The city reps are. State reps are. That's who you go to. And it's easier. You can get in touch with those people. Just send them an email, and they'll respond to you, or somebody that works for them will respond to you. pick up the phone and call them. Yeah. Literally. And they'll answer. They'll answer. Chris Rock, naked ass, is not answering the phone. <laughs> He's not answering the phone. What's that? <laughs> Everybody hates Chris. Yeah. He's not picking up that the phone. That's people in that naked ass bottle commercial is picking up the phone for you. Yes, they rep is. 
your councilman is. Your senator, his you representative get, will. You can actually get stuff resolved if you go through them. You can get a lot of things resolved if you go through them. Like, bro, in 2015, I was actually on the, I was a part of Operation Ceasefire, and we, we, we lobbied for a House bill called House Bill 1010, which in PA state law was the, was the abolition of long guns out when you're going hunting and all that. We went as normal people for a change, and we got it mm-hmm. because we followed our state reps. We followed our city councilmen. We followed everything. We followed our governor. We went and go petitioned in everybody's office in Capitol Hill to get it done. You people just like scroll mm-hmm. and think you're making awareness. You have to put the boots on the ground. If you really call yourself a big stepper, then put your boots on the ground and make a damn change. If you really care. If you really care. If you don't care. You're just a social media clout uh, demon. And you're entitled not to care. Yeah. But don't act like you care and don't put your boots on. For clicks. For clicks. Yeah, you care for clicks. No. And that doesn't last long. And people see through it. It's like yeah. paper. Yeah. Podcast and show, man. Transparent. I can see through you. Very translucent. <laughs> Plastic. I can see through you. Literally, I see through all the phoniness. You're not contributing anything about society, but you keep screaming "Black Lives Matter," defund the police. You keep screaming all these things, all these racial injustices, all these triggering words. Mm-hmm. You you say all these things, but what do you do for your people and your community? Nine times out of ten, nothing. Like you scream Black Lives Matter, but you hate members of your own race. You scream Black Lives Matter, but you don't like black men. You scream Black Lives Matter as a white woman, but you cross the street where you see a group of teenage boys because you think they're going to rob you. Well, you won't support that black owned business because the prices are just too outrageous for me not to know what the business is. That's not what black empowerment is. So, yeah. Like, you tell me who's really on your side. Support black liberation. And that's how I feel about it. Support liberation for all people. And especially black people. All we want is liberation. If y'all don't know what liberation is, look it up. It's freedom. Freeing yourself. Freeing yourself. Teach that. Like I said, if you really care about black kids, if you're a white woman, teach uh, freedom. There's three. I'm, I'm going to end by saying this. Yeah, shit about to die. There's three. There's three principles. That cause you to be an American. There's three rights. The right to life, the right to liberty, and the right to the pursuit of happiness. If and when you infringe on any one of those three things, you are stopping me from being an American. Mm-hmm. Not being a black man, not being a white man, not being a black woman, black man. You're stopping me from being an American. And right now, as we all stand on this soil, we are all American. It's a podcast and show show episode 139. Mm. R.I.P. Chris Kyle. I don't have I'm out of here. I don't want because that was too powerful. I don't got any last words. But you got to end it. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Ironically, they made that when we were still slaves. Life, liberty, pursuit. Anyway. Ooh. Jim Crow Joe. All right, let's end it. <laughs> oh, we're about to watch the, um, well, I'm about to watch the vice presidential debate. Kamala Harris and Mike Pence. See how that goes. <laughs>